Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. From the ragged heart of the Rust Belt, this is Great Lakes Confidential with your hosts, Angie and Marty. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> Sometimes I wish people could see what we go through to 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 start the show. Like thank a nice cook a big Thanksgiving dinner and enjoy it or other things. Well, I mean just, you know, cuz it's a ridiculous process of trying to get ourselves ready to mm-hmm. say hello and Yeah, hello. And it's And segue into the topic. Yeah. <laughs> So it's Thanksgiving in in Detroit. It's Thanksgiving in all of America. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. yeah. Or was Thanksgiving. Or was. We we acknowledge that Thanksgiving has already passed, and some of the information said in this episode may be out of date by the time you hear it, but we hope you can enjoy and do the math yourself. Yeah, 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 for sure. So um, today on Great Lakes Confidential with Angie and Marty, me being Angie, that being Marty. Hello. Hello. Um, We're going to talk about... Thanksgiving, um, well, not really like Thanksgiving, but what happens in Detroit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, more of a uh, our traditions here in Detroit. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving, I mean, it's it's not about pilgrims at all out here. No. None of that stuff. No. It's strictly about a parade and about some football. <laughs> it is. That is a fact. So why don't you get us started with talking about some, some foosball? Sure. Talking about the Detroit Lions, famous famous for playing on Thanksgiving every year. That's mm-hmm. about the nicest thing you can say about our local team <laughs> is, well, they play on Thanksgiving every year. Yeah. And a lot of the people across the country, NFL fans, hate that. They hate that the, the, the Detroit Lions always get a prime spot in front of the entire nation on Thanksgiving because we're such a horrible, a horrible, historically horrible team. So people get upset by it. Just the facts. Just the facts. But actually, <laughs> we've been playing every Thanksgiving since the Detroit Lions joined the NFL. And when all, was that? All the way back in 1934. Oh, wow. The Detroit Lions were previously uh, known as the Portsmouth Spartans playing out of Portsmouth, Ohio, and they were a great team. Like, they won championships. This is, you know, the champion medal that we come from here in Detroit. The Detroit Lions are are based off of a championship team from Ohio. So there's the Ohio connection again. Ohio's a cradle of football. Yeah. But anyway, the owner, 
guy bought the team. He was a Detroiter. His name was George A. Richards, and he was a local radio executive. Hmm. And at that time, you know, on a local radio executive salary, you could buy an NFL team. You really couldn't do it now unless you own, you know, an entire media conglomerate. Yeah. Like teams sell for billions of dollars. Back then, you know, it was probably just a couple of advertised, couple of advertisements he had to promise to somebody, a couple hundred bucks. He's got this team coming to Detroit, right? 1934, renames them the Detroit Lions, really wants to make a splash. So he brought in this great team, the Portsmouth Spartans, you know, championship team, brought them to Detroit, wants to bring the sport of football really to Detroit, the NFL to Detroit. And just, um, you know, really wants to make a splash. He sees the Tigers are in the, the, the headlines everywhere. It's a Tiger town. He wants to make it a Lions town. So one of the things he decides he's going to do is we're going to play a game on Thanksgiving. People are just sitting at home anyway. Give them something to do. Hmm. Also, I'm going to use my radio connections. And he got this game broadcast on 94 different uh, NBC stations all oh, across wow. America. So from the very beginning... The Lions and Thanksgiving and the NFL, that very first year, it was already broadcast across the country. Now, when you say broadcast, is that radio? radio? Okay. Radio. So they just, you know, somebody calling it with that sure. old-timey radio voice. Yeah. Sure, it was fantastic. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> they played that year against the Chicago Bears. Okay. Who were actually the, the defending world champion Chicago Bears. As much of a world as there was back then. Sure. You know, for the NFL. So yeah. Probably like 10 teams, if even that. But anyway, so they played, and the, uh, the, the, the Lions were 10-1 and going into this game against the Bears, who were 11-0. and So people are looking forward to this game, and it's going to be, tele- you know, not televised, broadcast on the radio nationwide. Mm-hmm. So people get to tune in and listen to this game. And uh, by all accounts, it was a, an amazing game that the Lions just let slip away from them. Uh, final score was 19-16. to Bears That's win. Not a terrible score for the Lions. Right. I mean, nowadays, not that bad. <laughs> I would take that for many Thanksgivings that we've had go past. Yeah. But as a sellout crowd, that first from that very first game, was a sellout crowd, 26,000 people at the University of Detroit Stadium where they were playing. Hmm. So, yeah, the next year they decide they're going to do it again. They're going to play the Bears again. And this time they won. Wow. And they went on to win the division that year. So Good congratulations, job, Lions. It's been downhill ever since. <laughs> I love the Lions. I say that as a long-suffering Lions fan. I don't blame any one player, any coach. Uh, It's just a curse. It's that curse of Bobby Lane. We'll get into that some other episode. All right. But we don't need to get all sporty all the time. Anyway, this game has been played every Thanksgiving since 1934, except for a six-year break because of World War II. So they didn't play from 1939 to 1944. Oh, okay. The Lions' total record... As of 2020, because we're not counting this game when we're recording it, we don't know when the game was played or, or, or what the score was of the game. Mm-hmm. They're actually currently playing right now as we're recording this. Right now as we're recording this. And I mean, we could probably predict what's going to happen, uh, well. but we're not. Through 2020, the all time record is 37 wins, 42 losses, two ties. Uh, I mean, that's not terrible in the grand scheme of no, things. No, I mean, the Lions did have some glory years back in the 50s, so. They were actually a pretty good team up until like the 50s and 60s, and then mm-hmm. they kind of fell apart. But uh, seeing what we're going, we're playing Green Bay this year. So I'm going to go out on a limb. Maybe, uh, maybe my prediction will be correct. But I'm going to predict the final score, final all-time record through 2021 is 37 wins, 43 losses, <laughs> and two ties. Going out on a limb with that. We'll f- find out if I was right or wrong. Yeah. You probably already know if you're listening to this now. 
That's true. So was there I'm so there was not a football team in in there wasn't like a pro football team in Michigan before the Lions? There, there have been. I mean, there've been all sorts of different teams and different players or uh, different leagues and they all move all over the place. Um the the Lions, you know, can trace their history back to Portsmouth. Like I said, they don't um they don't necessarily I don't I don't know if we had an NFL franchise before they were here. Okay. So to answer your question, no, I don't know. Okay. Huh. Interesting. But so it's sort of like the history of the Lions is kind of tied to the Thanksgiving right. here in Detroit. Right. And when I just said that they're currently playing right now as we're recording, I I mean they're playing against the Browns. The Browns yeah. right now. So and they're losing. Well, yeah, um, spoiler alert. Yeah. Wow. So that's the Lions, huh? That's the Lions. That's the Lions on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving zone. Lions. The boys of November. <laughs> well, I don't the know. Detroit Turks. <laughs> I don't know if I can match your enthusiasm um, with my little segment here because you were very fired up. Thank I, you. I know you get very fired up about the Lions. I understand. I do. You've seen me break things. I, you know, it's, I don't know. It is what it is, I suppose. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening that can relate to, you know. The frustration of being a yeah. Lions fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ups and downs. Yeah. Mostly downs. I should say that first game did set two patterns that one, we'd always play on Thanksgiving and two, we'd lose. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But mm-hmm. such is life. So happy Thanksgiving, Lions. Thank you. One of my favorite things about the Thanksgiving game, if I can throw in one thing, is yeah. they, uh, they always bring a turkey out at the end of the game and you see the guys eating it on the sideline, especially if they're winning the game, they're enjoying it. Like, I always had this memory of Barry Sanders sitting just chewing on a on a turkey leg on the sideline. But it's so funny when they pull it out because it's got like, um, it looks like the spider turkey. Like it's got the, the eight legs around the side because, you know, they oh, do have some extra legs. Yeah. So you said they bring out a turkey and I was thinking a live turkey. And then you oh, said no. and they eat it on the sidelines. And I'm like, whoa, this is getting weird. Right, a fully cooked turkey. <laughs> okay. A fully cooked turkey. As far as I know, it's fully cooked. I had a turkey leg once in Chicago, mm-hmm. and those are not as easy to eat as one would think. Like, yeah. it was a giant, you know, those giant turkey giant legs. Giant smoked turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. I had grease everywhere. It was a giant mess. So. Yeah, that's some Renaissance festival stuff. Yes, yes. So, um, before you watch the Lions game on Thanksgiving Day, chances are you watched the Thanksgiving Parade. The America's the Well, the one in Detroit is called mm-hmm. America's Thanksgiving Parade, but there's other names for other cities that, that have them. So, so I'm going to tell you about America's Thanksgiving Parade, which started in Detroit in 1924. So it's mm-hmm. been around a little bit longer than the Lions. Uh, yeah. It happens to be the same year that the Macy's Day Parade started in New York. Yes. The America's Thanksgiving Parade is... The second oldest, tied with Macy's. The only parade that's older than the two is the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Parade. Never heard of it. And it started in 1920. America's Thanksgiving Parade started with Charles Wendell, who is a display director for J.L. Hudson Company Department Store, which is no longer around. Yeah, it was a giant uh, department store downtown in Detroit. Legendary yep. department store in yep. Detroit. Yep. He- was, I saw it imploded. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. He heard of a parade in Toronto and thought that Detroit needed to hold a similar event. Uh, He was known for his window displays, which were heavily inspired by Europe. So I'm assuming they're pretty fanciful and beautiful and um, probably a little bit different than what, you know, Detroiters were were used to. 
So he actually collaborated with Italian puppeteers to create the giant paper mache heads that people see in the parade. They call them the big heads or the big head corp, which would become a stable for the parades. In fact, they actually use some of the original ones still today. Yeah. So they've, yeah. So we're talking, you know, uh, close to 100 years old, and they're still using these giant paper mache heads. Yeah, the rotten-looking ones. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so cool. The very first parade featured horses pulling a mother goose float, four of the paper mache heads, and seven bands. Throughout the years, the parade has grown significantly. Significantly, It now includes giant balloons, floats, marching bands, cartoon characters, and celebrities. And local business and community leaders actually volunteer as the Distinguished Clown Corps. Yeah. And they hand out candy to the kids. Um, of course, Santa brings up the rear of the parade, which basically signifies the beginning of the Christmas season for us Detroiters. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, in 1931, the parade was first broadcast on the radio. And then it came to two local television stations in 1959. It was hosted on TV in 1959 by Sherry Lewis with Lamb Chop. Do you oh, remember? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. Yep. Also, how how much fun is listening to a parade on the radio? Yeah, I don't know. It reminds me for when I was growing up, like this is just a couple of years ago even, uh, the local uh, news talk station used to do a radio simulcast of the fireworks. I bet that was invigorating. It was amazing. <laughs> So the America's Thanksgiving Parade has been broadcast on local ABC, CBS, and NBC stations, but now it's actually shown nationally. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a big, mm-hmm. big deal. Uh, here's a fun fact for you. Captain Kangaroo mm-hmm. once hosted it. Good job, Captain yeah. Kangaroo. I do believe my mother met Captain Kangaroo when she was yeah. a child. Yeah. So there's only been two years where the parade did not happen. And that was in 1943 and 1944. No parade, no lions. Nope. Due to material shortages during World War II, the parade had to be suspended. Interesting that the lions didn't play. Yeah, I'm wondering. Like, they took off, like, when the war started in Europe. Like, they were just like, yeah, "Yeah, we're just going to sit out Thanksgiving for the next couple years. Yeah, but the parade continued on until 33 Well, I mean, I thought that was weird, too, about the lions, too. Like, we didn't get into the war until, what, 42? 43? When was it? One of those, I don't know. I don't. My sorry, my brain's not working right now. But still, like the Lions stopped playing years before America got into the war. Oh, so then they wouldn't have been like drafted or anything. No, interesting. I mean, unless they were all European players. Hey, if anybody knows the answer to this, why yeah. why the Lions? Oh God, I yeah. Hate to, no, never mind. Let us know. I'd like to. I'd like to know about that. Let's say this was also before the Ford zone, the Lions. So there's no connection there. Okay. Oh. Anyway, okay. carry on. That's yeah. a, that's an episode for another uh, day. Yeah, yeah. Might even be for a totally different podcast. Uh, last year, the parade was modified because of COVID restrictions. Um, if you remember correctly, people couldn't gather downtown. Yeah. And so it was just broadcast on TV, which was fine. I mean, I have only seen it on television anyways. I'm, I'm not a huge crowd person, so yeah. that was fine with me. Some of the grand marshals for the parade have included Big Sean, which we've mentioned before on another episode. He's Future actually... Future mayor of Detroit. He's he's a Detroiter. Keegan-Michael Key, Jessica Simpson, Mickey Mouse, and even the Rockettes have, oh, yeah. have been the grand marshals. Um, the America's Thanksgiving Parade is actually produced by the Parade Company, which this is really cool. They have a studio in Detroit, huge studio, 200 
thousand square feet, yeah. I believe it is. And you can actually go on tour to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a website, theparade.org, T-H-E-P-A-R-A-D-E.org. And you can schedule a time to tour it with uh, groups of people. So like if you're, you know, you've got a school group or Girl Scouts or whatever, you can you can tour it and you can see the floats and the paper mache heads, costumes that they use. I think the website said there's something like 30,000 costumes that they've yeah. got there. Super cool. And that's pretty much the parade. So I've never been there. Like I said, I don't I do not do big crowds like that. It yeah. kind of creeps me out. But I love watching it on TV. It's kind of a tradition for us to throw the parade on in the morning, watch it with the kids while we're cooking dinner yeah. and playing games. and Watch the Macy parade. And yeah. Roll into the, the football games for the day. Yeah. Pass out at some point. And then wake up and yeah. have another... Now the uh, I'm trying to think of certain things that are in the parade every year. Is this is this the America's Parade or the Macy's Parade, the one that has the uh, the briefcase drill team? Ooh, I don't know what that is. It's like a bunch of like businessmen, middle aged businessmen looking guys who do like a drill team. I don't think it, it with must be. Cases. I don't know. I don't know that I. I don't See, remember ever seeing it. And I hate to say it because all this stuff runs together. Like the only things I know. I know for sure that are part of the Detroit Parade is Captain Underpants. Always. Always, for some reason. I don't understand Detroit's love affair with Captain Underpants, but I'm about it. If you guys want to do it, I'm down. My kids loved, my boys loved Captain Underpants books when they yeah. were younger. What's the connection to Detroit, though? I don't know. Is the author maybe a, a Detroiter? I don't think so. I think it's just a, you know, it was a fun balloon that the Detroit News sponsored, and everyone loves it. So I mean, it is gigantic. hysterical. It's gigantic compared to all the other balloons coming down. So it's really funny. Like that and, of course, Karen Newman, the soul of Detroit suburbs. Karen Newman <laughs> singing, uh, you know, Christmas time on Woodward Avenue. I don't even think she does it anymore. But yeah, I mean, like you said, everything kind of runs together. So I can't say what I remember and what I don't remember yeah. about any, you know, one parade. I, I'd love... The paper mache heads, I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, very creative. Probably takes a long time to make one right. of those. Right, you see a lot of old, you know, famous Detroiters. They make mm-hmm. uh, big heads. Yeah. You know, Barry Sanders and a They're lot of our legendary so sports players. Just, I'd love it. It's, 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 yeah, it's really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to to Thanksgiving and and watching the parade and seeing what kind of. You know, I I feel like this year might be a little bit more exciting since last year we didn't get to see people. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't anybody downtown, so I'm I'm curious to see if they do anything super special because it's you know it's they're coming back from yeah a, a quote unquote off year, so that'll be interesting to see. And then um, of course we'll tune in to see what the Lions do. Yeah, Ugh. let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so before we go, I do want to give a couple of shout outs. Um, you got a text message earlier from an old college friend named Todd, yeah, who Todd. who says he's been listening. He's he's out in uh, the Lansing area, mm-hmm. and State. he says that he's been listening and he's really enjoying it. So just want to say hi to Todd and thank you so much for for hanging out with us, my man. And then also my friend Melissa, um, she runs. It's called Cats That Grow. And then she also has another one called Cat That Bakes. They're both on Instagram, so you can follow her. She actually listens every Friday as part of her self-care routine. I know. I think that's super rad. Thank you. Thanks for letting us be a part of a self-care routine. I know. It's so important. And, you know, just knowing that she hangs out with us every Friday is, I really love that. So thank you so much, Melissa. And then one more thing before we go. All right. 
We do have postcards for sale. You do artwork for every episode. Mm -hmm. You've done our logo. And then each episode, you do a very special drawing for that specific topic. And I love them. I'm so proud of you. I think they're amazing. So I had them made into postcards. And Mm. they come in a set of five. So on the front is the original artwork from the show. And then on the back, there's it's mostly blank so that you can write a little love note or whatever to whoever and and you've got space to address it. But it does have a very small description of what the photo is and also the episode that Mm -hmm. it came from. So you can purchase a set of those for $10. I'll throw them in an envelope. I'll ship them out to you wherever you are. Um, I don't know about international shipping, but I I can figure that out if I need to. Um, So you can send us a message on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, Great Lakes Confidential, or you can just send me an email directly, greatlakesconfidential at gmail.com. They are ready to go. I just got to throw them in an envelope, throw your address on there and a stamp. Yeah. They'll be off. So Hotter than Powabic tile. Yeah. I don't know what that I is. I don't either. Carry okay. On. I do know. <laughs> So we do have Detroit <laughs> We do have a limited quantity available, so you're going to want to get yours before they're all gone. So Yeah. All right. Speaking of gone. Speaking of all gone. We out. That's our show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode of Great Lakes Confidential was hosted by Angie Amen and Martin Butler. Logo design and episode artwork by Martin Butler, edited and produced by Angie Amen. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Great Lakes Confidential. To contact the show directly, email greatlakesconfidential at gmail.com. For more Michigan-based podcasts, visit Joy Road Media on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok.